Another thing is I uh I haven't like I've never been in like a long long relationship. See, all of mine have been. Like my last one was the longest. That wasn't very long. Ever. Yeah, see mine have ever. Yeah. Mine have all been long. I Yeah. And so. it's weird because I am in it for like I don't wanna do a short term thing. Cause I've been there, done that, and I hated it. Well, but I can never get anybody to stay with me for more than a month. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them, really. So we just saw Allied. Yeah. Oh, god damn it! We're gonna start everyone just like this, talking about how sad and pathetic you are. Well, this is a romance movie, Kyle. We have to talk about our love lives. <sighs> is it a romance movie? I think it's more so a romance movie than it is anything. Else. I do too, but I don't feel that there's much romance in the movie. But there is. There's kind of. There's not much emotion in the movie. We'll get it. We'll get into our problems with Allied. What did you think of Allied? I thought it was a fine movie. I thought it was okay. I was entertained. It could have been a great movie. I agree. there's a lot of missed opportunities and some strange acting. Yes, choices mainly by Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt really was the weirdest. Like he didn't really show love. It was weird because he had the Andrew Garfield syndrome of where I couldn't see his, him as a character. I could just see Brad Pitt trying to act. Yeah, uh, the movie fell really short. So this movie's billed as a spy film. Really not. It's a spy film like without the first a lot act of is, twists. There's no twist. That's the issue. But uh, spoilers, go ahead and start now. I I'd still probably recommend it. I didn't hate it. I would rec- I didn't hate it. I'll never watch it again. It's one of those movies that kind of if I'm sitting on the couch and it's on TLC. So I feel like TLC would be the T- Does TLC show movies? Or no, TNT, that's what. Okay, I, mean. it's like, I don't think Wait, TLC. TLC is the one that has like all the home improvement reality oh, shows. Oh, okay. No, TNT is what I meant. Or yeah. like FX. I think this could be on FX. Yeah, possibly. I, it's not bad at all. It's beautiful film. I think mean, yeah, a visually very striking a lot of times. I don't think there was anything that stood out huge cinematography like. No, but it was it was well shot. Like I think Brad Pitt's portrayal, like it really is a story about like true love and you know the things you would do for somebody you love. Kyle, that's why we that's why we got to get lovey dovey because it's a romance I, movie. Because my problem with the film was I never felt that emotion. I felt it from Marion, from her, but aka the most beautiful woman in the world. So these two are spies and they're pretending to be husband and wife in the beginning. They end up getting together and then they're like, "Hey, your wife might be a German spy if she's." Here's this fake message. If in 72 days, 72 hours, 72 days, oh it was a long movie. 72 hours, we find out that it was sent. You have to kill her. He doesn't really change his acting at that well, point. Here's the thing. I will kind of disagree with you a little bit because we talked briefly about this after we got out of the movie, mm-hmm. which by the way, thank you, Art from Cassette Land for taking us out to dinner and a movie. He didn't take us out to dinner. I mean, I ate a lot of popcorn. Okay. I we oof. All right, there's a lot of popcorn. But you did take us out to a movie. Check out cassettelane.com. It's yes. pretty awesome shit over there. Of course. Where there's a link in the sidebar on our website. Mm-hmm. Go there. Yeah. Wait, what was I talking about? I just uh, we're talking out. about Allied. Allied, okay. Uh, the emotion in it. Yes. I'll kind of disagree with you a little bit because there was the scene, like, when they tell him of, you know, what's going on. He does show emotion to it because he gets very angry. But after that. 
But after that, I will agree. There's, I think the initial kind of thing. After that, there's nothing there. They throw in an action scene that's totally not needed. Yeah, that he was... He decides to fly and help the French Revolution. See, that was really weird. That was just dumb. I understand what they were trying to do. It didn't work. But it didn't work at all. No. There's a lot of tension that they try to build, but it just doesn't work. Because it all goes nowhere. And they try these red herrings that don't go anywhere. That's using it very loosely. They put one that we saw as red herrings, but then you never see that character. Like his sister. I thought that they were going to, that it was going to turn out that, which again, you don't know. We're going to, I'm just spoil the end of the movie right now. Turns out she is a Nazi, his wife. Well, well, not really. She's being strong-armed by the Germans to be a spy for them. Because she was previously a spy when he met her, but she was trying to get out of that life. And you could argue to say she wasn't strong-armed and she really just was. Because we brought up the thing of why wouldn't she just tell him? Yeah, hey, the big, these yeah. people are threatening me, so I will give the Germans things. Here are the people that are doing it. And you are my spy husband. We are spies. So I like to think that she wasn't strong strong arms she was just trying to save her own ass but it doesn't really show you that this is very straightforward movie it's too straightforward like i might be reading a lot more into it than because they give you no hints just all of a sudden the nanny's a nazi and he shoots her yeah you know the the only hint that they gave was things that i thought were intended to be red herrings of they were throwing a big party and the jewelers talking to his wife in the corner nope he was a nazi yeah which is stupid because i thought that would have been fine if it did just was a jeweler yeah and saw him just being paranoid where this movie missed out was having swerves in different ways you're going you know like and it didn't at all there was no tangents there was really no any red herrings there was no investigation really he showed her picture to like two people why couldn't why couldn't brad pitt have just called one-armed guy send morse code or something he had to fly out there he had to fly to france from the uk and then help fight the and then blow up nazis and then fly back then fly back why did they they knew he did these things when they told him not to why didn't they just fucking arrest him because they said you will be tried for if you seem like an accomplice you will be tried for treason he's really starting to seem like an accomplice but then in the end, he flat out is, and they're like, we'll just say you killed her. Because she kills herself. That was another scene where I'm like, there should really have been like an impact there for an audience. I didn't feel it at all when she killed herself. I felt I felt it for her because I liked her character. She was great at it. Yeah, she was fantastic. But for him? But for him, it was... Even when he was supposed to seem upset over a corpse, he didn't really all that much. He just... I don't know, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with Brad Pitt this movie. I don't know if it was him or the direction. See, and I hate to say direction because it's Zemeckis. But here's the thing, though. I I brought that up that maybe it's just the direction because he has that same boring persona throughout the entire movie to the point of where I think it was direction and not yeah. just him phoning it. Brad Pitt's a great actor. Yeah, and it just didn't work. You know, you needed that strong performance from him to make me care more. I mean, they have a kid. And it's all about the kid. And I didn't care about the kid either. I also... I really liked the beginning of the movie. Beginning was great, and it set I a tone. I thought that was fun. That yeah. went away after the first act. If they could have had the beginning seventy five percent of the movie and still have it more hints of if she is a Nazi and him, I wish it would have been more of a spy romance and not a yeah. start as a spy movie, and then it's just romance. Because at the beginning, he is also trying to figure out if she's a Nazi, but it just kind of fizzles into. I just want to fuck you. Well, yeah. Um, Although the scene 
scene where she tested him sexually was actually pretty clever, and I like that scene. And then they had the scene where they fucked in the car in a sandstorm. That's pretty right. With really bad CGI scene. There was, there some, were, bad CGI. There was some bad CGI in this The movie. very first shot when he's parachuting in. Oh, that was bad. And when he's driving the car Oh, through, some of the green screen? Ooh, yeah, there was some... I don't know what that was. Bad CGI, which is... Like, why Why didn't they just have him in a burrow in the UK driving around? Yeah, you know, in the parachuting. Why didn't they just have a stuntman parachute? parachute? Down. It could have just been a long shot, a small dot. But it looked parachute. yeah, really bad. The sandstorm was fine until it showed the outside of the car in the sand. I was like, Well, Ooh. yeah, when it started circling around. And that looked really bad. Yeah, nice. it didn't look bad. This is my shitlord comment of the day. You know, I'll give it to you. He looked good. He looked good. He looked good. How old is he? Like seventy? Uh, probably at least. You know Scientology? Is he Scientology? With... I don't know. What's up with Brangelina? What happened uh, there? Pretty sure they're done, dude. Why? Oh. Why? How could they let this happen? I don't know. Why would they do this to me? Because they hate you. I think of true love, and I think of Brangelina. Well, and they don't know there anymore. You don't think of like Benefer? Brangelina was true love, Kyle. I suppose Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. True fucking love. They just threw it all away. Fucking bullshit. Well, I mean, look at how he shows love. He's just like, I love you. Are you a Nazi? I'm going to lie to you now and never talk to you. I just... Uh, this movie really fell flat for me. It fell flat, but you know, I, I don't know. I still liked it. This is like Girl on a Train for me about how that movie fell super flat, but I still just like really like it for some reason. It could have been so much better. Yeah. I think it was marketed as something it really wasn't. The first act is great. It's high energy, questioning things, you're worried about them, and then it goes to like they're just... So a married couple, and he works for like some wacky people. They're like com- comedic something. Uh, he throws a cigarette at the wall. <laughs> I forget. I was very confused about that scene. Does that have any cultural or historical significance? Uh, people just didn't give a fuck back then. Because she burst their child in the middle of like the road during a. It's the bombing. London bombings. Yeah, it's like the London bombings, and it just. It, oh, I, the other bad CGI was when the plane was. Crash and about yeah, to hit their house. That wasn't that good. There's some really bad CGI. Another scene that I thought was really bad, just because of the direction of it and why did they choose to shoot the scene like this, was the very end where she's narrating and writing. But it's she's not narrating; she's talking yeah, out she's loud. She's just writing. talking out loud. Who does that? It was weird. Who does that? Nobody. And it was a scene that didn't need to be there. No. They could have just had... Had her shoot herself. He's crying. and Well, that and then I would say show the the ranch that he eventually gets. Yeah, and the pictures of him and his daughter. Just let it go. I don't know. This movie could have been a lot better. And instead, it's just going to be on the forgettable list for me in 2016. I think we got out. I said if we would have watched this in April, we'd be looking at now. Because we're starting to look at what we reviewed for the year for our end of the and it would have been one of those, oh shit, we watched Allied. It would have been like Hardcore Henry mm. to us, or The Shallows. Oh yeah, we, we watched that. Star Trek. Oh, it was great, but it falls in there for me. It doesn't fall there for me. I still really Warcraft. Like Warcraft definitely does, because I forgot. I'm not saying it's as bad as those movies. Warcraft, I think, may have been released in 2008, and we both just got concussions. We might have. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure we will talk about Warcraft at the end of the It's year. like Gods of Egypt, I think came out in 2002 but we both had concussions it came out in like 99 (laughs) (laughs) one thing about the way that the movie looks i normally don't say this 
I would have liked it to be darker lit. Yeah. I think it was too bright for it a It was spy. too bright. I just wanted more spiness to the spy. No spy. I'm not saying it needed and to be my James bit, Bond. My big Lincoln rewrite for it that I had was that he thinks it's a test for the majority of it. I didn't want it to actually be a test. I wanted the guy that's telling him to kill his wife for him to be a Nazi. He's a fucking Nazi spy. Something. And he's trying to weed out. Or I wanted him to, like, the movie to present that well, it could be a sister. It could be the nanny. It could be, yeah. could be this and that. The sister thing was stupid. That we don't know until the last minute if it's his wife. But no, she just flat out says, yeah, it was me. Yeah, I'm not too. Well, you just killed that whole story, which mm-hmm. he finally just said, did you do it? And she's like, well, yeah. And the red herring with the sister that was kind of a red herring, but... I don't know if not. it was, and we just both saw it as a red herring. I saw it as when, you know, th- they talk about you can't tell anybody this stuff. It's a girl. So it goes to his sister, and then... Yeah, she goes, I heard the whatever got you. Like, how would she know that? Yeah. Or my other Lincoln rewrite was that Brad Pitt was a Nazi. Because at the party, she asked what's wrong, and he says, you know, the, the kid that he had to go out and talk to one arm died. And he said... Yeah, we had a setback. We had a setback. And I was like... Holy shit, that'd be fucking insane. Or, Guess what? It's not what or even like he knew all along. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, if he knew all along and was just trying to tie up loose ends. Anything. It needed something and it didn't. It was And what's weird is that when we were leaving, remember those the people that were talking about the plot like it was yeah, like, complicated? Did you, did you get, it's not at all. <laughs> And this is a movie that could have benefited from a complicated plot. It's like people that are like, ooh, I need I need a synopsis for Arrival, because that was complicated. It really wasn't. Really straightforward. Not as much as this one. This movie, really, it could have benefited from branching dead-end stories. Let him follow a lead and it's not it. Or the usual suspect it. And he's like, oh, no, this is what really happened. I didn't, the clues are all there, but we never saw them. This movie could have been smarter. Or it could have been much dumber. Think about if this just went just dumb as hell. Like, the nanny, we find out it's a Nazi because all of a sudden, the kid, they get her back from the nanny, and it's just, like, wearing a Nazi uniform. It just has a little armband. I mean, there was just, there was no, nothing there for the audience to piece together. Yeah, it was just laid out. It was just like, we think she's a Nazi. Yeah, she is. Okay. I just wish there would have been some swerve. No swerves. Even if it was something lame, like, at the end, you find out she is, and, like, you have to kill her, and he's like, I can't, so he kills himself, and then somebody just be like, he failed. And it was a test. Mm, yeah. I probably would have hated that as much, but just give us something different. Just branch off that straight line you're going on a little bit. And so was the notebook really like the greatest romance story of like the 20th century? Yeah. Really? I think so. I'm trying I'm, to think of that. Recently, I've been thinking about romance movies. I think it was one of the best ones. But I think it's too cheesy. But I don't know if it's too cheesy because it set the precedent for other things to rip off the notebook. Oh, yeah. So that's where it's hard. Where I think the notebook was good is it did something a lot of romances don't do and showed all the bad types. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just like perfect from beginning to end. That's why Annie Hall is the greatest romance movie yeah, ever. And a lot of romances don't do that at all. Unless it's like Princess Bride, which it's supposed to be fantastic. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. He's reading it. Yeah, I just, I wish Brad Pitt's performance in this was better. Because I just didn't feel it for a Yeah. I felt like she was doing everything she could to carry this movie. She was fantastic. It was not as bad as... Uh... Poor Emily Blunt and Girl on a Train. Just just Atlas world holding. No, and she just, she couldn't do it. And that, that's the way I felt with this one. This could have been like top three of the year. Could you qualify Gone Girl as a romance movie? That's a fucked up romance. It is a fucked up romance. As Lady Gaga once said, <laughs> a bad romance. I mean, I guess you could. Because. Like in, in Fatal Attraction is a romance. Yeah, because 
that's the whole thing is that she's like, you're going to fucking kill for me because you fucking love me and I'm crazy. Yeah. And then at the end, when he doesn't go to the police and it's like, what the fuck, bro? And he tells his sister, I'm spoiling the end of Gone Girl. <laughs> about oh no you're spoiling a fucking (laughs) two-year-old i think it's two years old it's before we started the podcast yeah i think this is the first movie you and i watched together was it we did not actually watch that many movies together before the podcast that's true we watched gum girl we watched Mad Max, Mad Max, which is what made us decide to do the podcast. Yeah, I, I thought this one we watched a couple more before. That. If we did, I don't remember them. Did you see Godzilla with us? No. Okay. I did not. I don't remember. I was going to, and I was like, "Fuck this." Guy. Oh, I'm fucking hated Gone Girl. Well, she didn't hate Gone Girl. You kind of told her that you didn't tell her about the sex. I did though. You told her in I, the theater. You told her when you're sitting but next I told to her, her after you bought the tickets and sat down. Yeah, <laughs> what a fucked up movie to take your mom to. By the way, it's Gone Girl. But I knew that she would like it. Why she, not just take her to liked, Fifty Shades of Grey? You fucking liked, weirdo. She liked because I knew that she would like the story and she would like kind of the twisty turning. Gone Girl is such. A, you know what? One day we should do Gone Girl. Yeah, because I've seen it like fucking nineteen times. We should do Gone Girl. Okay. I yeah. love that movie because I haven't watched it again since then. And absolutely love it. I I'm not. This is not an exaggeration or a lie. How or many anything. times did you see it in the theater? I saw Gone Girl in the theater four times. And since Gone Girl came out on on Blu-ray, I've probably seen it like 15 times. It is. I don't know what it is about that movie. I just love it so much. It's great. But Allied could have could have borrowed some stuff because Gone Girl takes you in different Why directions. Why so fucking obsessed with Gone Girl? I mean, you're back and forth on her. You know. And yeah, 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 yeah. I wish Allied would have done that. I wish as an audience we would have said like, well, she isn't. Well, maybe she's not. No, I think she... Well, no. There's nothing. It gives you nothing at I just all. fucking love Ben Affleck. And how at the end of the movie, Ben Affleck, like... Even in Reindeer Games? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> See, we gotta pull out fucking Reindeer Games. Phantoms? Uh, it wasn't bad. Daredevil? Uh, we don't... Mm, okay, Daredevil <laughs> is not his fault. Batman versus Superman? Again, he was great in that movie. He was. God, that's shit writing. Brad Pitt, or not Brad Pitt, but fucking... I really wish I liked this movie more like it. This is like Girl on a Train where I'm really sad and that I am not raving about how great it is. Yeah. It was, just just a more... it, was, it was a different movie. Like I said, this is more so of a romance movie than it is anything else. I just don't think it worked as a romance. I agree. It started off working as a really good sci-fi, or sci-fi. <laughs> Spy movie building to the inevitable romance. Yeah. I almost wish it would have been that's the whole movie, and then they they get to the romance and then he realizes she wasn't who she said she was mm-hmm. and she was really working for the germans and she played him the whole movie because they even have a replay line when she's like i keep the motions real yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. this works use that what was the time frame between safari sex dungeon and meeting it didn't seem like it was long it was like a day <laughs> yeah because they have seen where she's like i'm testing you here's my boobies and he's like button your goddamn things because fuck 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 they threw so many fucks, there a lot in, of fucks that, in that scene just that scene it was people fuck fuck and then like the up. next scene is we're gonna fuck in the car. Which I was okay with that because her whole thing was just like, uh, we're probably gonna die tomorrow. And then as they're driving away, he's like, come with me to London and be my wife. <laughs> like the delivery was so like. <laughs> it was really bad. He hate fucked her with words. <laughs> like I didn't know there was such thing as like hate proposing. Yeah, he those, did. Yeah, just come to fucking London. Come to London and be my wife. She's like, it's the 50s, I'll beat you with a hose! And then he cut back and they're together, and then the next scene is like, she's pregnant and birth, and I'm like, what the fuck? What? What's happening? You just skipped all the romance of your romance. You know what romance movie, or romance novel? 
That's French for novel. Is it? They need to do an, a modern adaptation of Farewell to Arms. Yeah, they haven't done a... They haven't done one in a long time. Not a long time. It was like, what, 60s? Mm, yes. There might have been one after it. I don't know. Mm, I can't think. Oh, also, I watched 15 minutes of the Leonardo da Vinci. That's French for Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> did you just accidentally say the wrong name? No. <laughs> I think you did. No, I didn't. Oh, you're fu- you did. No, it was supposed to be a joke, but then you didn't laugh, and here we are. Da Vinci's not French. It He's Italian. On a lot of, works on a lot of it levels. It works on no levels. Works on a lot of levels. Zero it's levels. It's like an onion. <laughs> no. It was shitty. Looking through a glass onion. Great Gatsby. I watched like 15 minutes of it. Holy fuck, that sucks so bad. Oh, the new one? See, I haven't watched <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. I haven't, I haven't seen it. And I didn't watch it for that reason because I looked at it and it looked like dog I didn't watch it because I love the book and I just... That's my problem. There's certain things like... Uh, you know, All Quiet on the... Or, oh, I always say All Quiet on the... I'll tell you the story about when I read uh, Farewell to Arms. I read it for school. So I hate read it. Okay. okay. But I read read all quiet on the western front and then i literally had because i'm a fucking idiot did you read farewell to arms or all quiet on the western front i read both okay I, I read them in two days simultaneously so for some reason every time that i talk about one book i bring up the other book because i read them exact same time the I book i remember idiot. hate reading was a separate piece i hated yeah, fuck that stupid book the book is fucking fuck terrible that book my mom can suck my balls because she loves that book. That book is shit. She talks about how great that book is. I got in like... Oh, he a, fell down the stairs and died. Yeah, Spoiler. I got in a fucking verbal fist fight with my mom over that book. I am so glad you hate that book. Fuck that book. High five. Book fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that stupid book. My mom loves it. I don't know why. She's like, well, because it's got all the symbolism. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. It's it terrible. Sucks. It's a terrible book. You want to suck his dick. Okay. That's all it is. God, I read that freshman year. I think I had to do that one freshman year. Yeah. Fucking hated that book. Stupid. After that, I got like Lord of the Rings. Or not Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Kill Mockingbird. It's a little different. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much the same, right? They both I, have hobbits killing each other in a character named I'm okay. I'm okay with the Spoiler book. Spoiler for Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Piggy dies. Ruined. Oh, God. We do have listeners that haven't been in high school. Yeah, I probably did just fuck that book. What? Lord of the Flies? Yeah. But I read that when I was in, like, middle school. Well, no. So I, I actually technically never read it in high school. Okay. Like, no, I've read it. No, 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 like, no, no, no I've good. read it. Separate piece, though. Fuck that. All I remember, I spent hours reading it just to find out some dude broke his leg and got sepsis, mm-hmm. sepsis. <laughs> and dies. Whatever. I don't give a there fuck. There are so many books that deal with high school homoerotic nature that don't suck balls like a separate piece. I hate that. And it's like a big The classic. entire book is, I'm just, I'll shit all over it until the day I fucking die. I told my mom, I was like, if I die before you, you're putting fuck a separate piece on my tombstone. I hate that book so much. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to hear this. Because so many people, I'm like, I hate that book. And I'm like, how could you yeah, hate how it? How could you fucking hate it? I'm like, I don't know. Because I don't want to read fucking 300 pages about these fucking assholes that want to And I even... Stupid. I've read it twice. Because so many people liked it. And I was like, well, maybe it's because I was in fucking high school. Mm. I read it again in my late 20s. I didn't finish mm-hmm. it because I just hated it. Although, you know, people that hate... 
Catcher in the Rye now. I don't think I've talked about this, about how... Fucking hipsters. What? <laughs> hipsters. Well, no, here's... The Catcher in the Rye is such a great book because it is one of those books that you should read three times. You should read it when you're, like, 16. Oh, you have to read it when you're, Yeah, like you have to read it. That's when I read it. I was, yeah. I was, like, 15, 16. You have to read it when you're 16. Then you have to read it when you're, like, 25-ish. And then you have to read it when you're like 40. And it's a completely different book each each time. How do you know? Awesome. Huh? How do you know it's a different book each time? I know the 40 thing because of consulting other 40-year-olds. How do you know the 25 thing? 20, well, I'm, you just I'm named, almost there. You just named two ages that you aren't. I'm just saying like 20s. I'm just saying. You're just like Mick Foley. I know that's off am topic. I? I'm just saying. Oh, God, I you're am. You're rocking the Mick Foley right now. You got sweatpants on? Uh, No, but I thought about bringing some because I got those fleece ones. Well, you wear Mick Foley? Uh, I'm okay. That's not. No, no, no. <sighs> But doesn't he have a hot wife? Probably not. She probably makes a mean apple pie. Probably looks like he's like really an apple pie. (laughs) Maybe. We've got also. This is our thoughts on Allied is we can't. Yeah. Talk about it. Don't read a separate piece. No, fuck that shit. I don't want to hear anybody defending it. No. If you like it, that's cool. That's cool if you like it. But you're wrong. You're not going to change our you're minds. You're fucking wrong. No, I have a problem if you like it. I it fucking sucks. I'm not an asshole like Lincoln. If you like the book, more power to you. I don't give a fuck. Go read fucking good books. Shut up. Take your fucking stupid separate piece and go fuck a separate die. And fuck a separate <laughs> hole. <laughs> Wow. Fucking piece of shit. I hate that book. God, God. I hate it. You are slowly crippling. I hate us. it. If I could turn a separate piece into a pig, I'd fucking eat it right now. You don't eat meat. I know. That's how much I hate <laughs> it. You would give up. I would give up being a vegetarian to prove a point on how much I, I had hate to pause because I didn't know if you were claiming to be a vegetarian or a vegan today. I don't claim veganism. You do too. I, okay. I'll call art right now. You do too. Because it's easy for people that I don't really know to tell them about my dietary restrictions. No, you just say vegetarian. Yeah, but then they immediately want to get me something with cheese. So if I say vegan, then they're not going to get me something with cheese. Okay. That's why I, I tell people that. I think you're just a poser. How am I a poser? You I don't secretly eat it. cheeseburgers. I think you secretly eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> no, because, okay, so let's say I go out and I'm hanging out with somebody that I don't really know that well. When has this happened? So I'm... <laughs> so I go... <laughs> never. This has never happened where you're hanging so, out with people you don't know. So about. I go out with somebody that I don't know. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> the lies just keep pouring in. And she this asks... This podcast has had more swerves than I <laughs> Uh, you know, where would you like to eat? And if I say, well, I'm vegan, then... Then she'll say, I'm not hungry. Go <laughs> home. She'll say, don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then she'll understand that, okay, no meat, no dairy, and then no eggs. But that's not... You don't, like, base going somewhere on if they have eggs. It's not like a thing. At least that's never been a thing for me. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to go to the sushi place? I can't I mean, have eggs. They, yeah. Fuck that. So it's easier for me I mean, to say I that. I guess if you're going to like IHOP. Yeah. Or the Egg Emporium. Because if you don't know, let me tell you about my fucking diet because apparently that's what we're talking about now. <laughs> I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. I've, I've been so for a while. I do eat eggs because I don't care. I know that probably makes... They're unfertilized. I know, but people take offense to that. They're, They're like, going to lay them anyway. How can you be a fucking vegetarian? It's like, 
Because I've been around fucking chickens my entire life and they just shit them out. Like it's not a thing. It doesn't hurt them. But I do like cheese and dairy. However, well, I don't like drinking milk. I don't drink milk. That's insane. If, well, I see. If you see Lincoln in public and he's eating cheese, fucking run. Because the dude's going to explode. Yeah. Uh, I. <laughs> he will wreck a bathroom. I, uh, I've decided after. Okay. So when I first stopped eating meat, I also completely cut dairy out. Because I was originally thinking about going pretty full vegan. But you didn't want to give up eggs and fish yes because i eat fish once a month and that's my guilty meal where i feel bad about it and <laughs> eggs f- i don't care what are fish doing for this world i mean really and i don't eat i don't eat that much fish and i try to the fish that i try to do are the fish that are environmentally okay like i ain't eating fucking tunas because tunas are being overfished but i'll eat pollock because those are easy you need some dolphin i don't even know if that'd be good i stopped eating tuna when they started saying it's dolphin free i'm like fuck you <laughs> Fuck you. Give me some dolphin. Uh, These are pure muscle. It's amazing. So when I decided to uh, cut out dairy, my body was like, holy shit, thank God, because you're lactose intolerant, motherfucker. I know people said you developed it. I'm pretty sure you probably always was. Yeah, like I remember I talked to my doctor. your body can just learn to accept it. Yeah, I talked to my doctor about it, and she was like, yeah, it makes sense, because I went completely dairy-free for like two months, and she was like yeah that's definitely why it's because your body completely got everything out and as soon as because i figured it out after i ate i ate a cheese pizza and your asshole exploded well no i got a fever i got a fever of like okay, 102. now it's just your asshole exploding now it's just my asshole but that it was like my body went into shock it was fucking weird and now you're weird with things that you put into your body yeah like you almost I died am. from coffee when did I die from coffee? When they like gave you like a quadruple shot or some shit. Oh, fuck. when you almost had a heart That's attack right. from Starbucks. Yeah, I almost had to be hospitalized because he drank a mocha latte. Yeah, what it was is that I was working Black Friday and I hadn't had much sleep. So I wanted some coffee. So I went to Starbucks, and I ordered something that I didn't know already had, like, two things of espresso in it. So I ordered, like, three shots of espresso in it. And they put six? But they put six in it, and I almost had to be hospitalized because I started overdosing on caffeine. This is a thing. And I didn't know that it was a thing until I called my doctor saying, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, this is not normal behavior for what I like i couldn't stop moving and it was 40 it was was like like, that episode of saved by the bell and he was just like i'm a maniac Maniac. it honestly she was originally supposed to be on speed in that episode yeah they just made a caffeine pill see the thing that's weird is that that was like the scariest kind of thing like that that i've done and i've had like bad reactions to drugs i've done before but nothing was scarier than the caffeine thing like i don't know what it was about that it's funny he talks about scary was when he told me about it i just laughed it was fucking i laughed at you my heart it is the most but think though somebody said i I almost died from drinking i just too much caffeine it's just sounds ridiculous it's fucking weird i'm complete opposite like caffeine helps me sleep so see i have really like, i do not have a reaction from caffeine i have bad reactions to caffeine. lincoln knows i live off like double shot yeah starbucks energy drinks i love the fucking things i'm better now because i don't drink caffeine that much anymore but the problem is that i normally don't drink caffeine were you the one that took a drink of my coffee at starbucks once by accident and realized it's gritty no yeah i used gritty. to get them like gr- yeah it was because i'd have so much fucking coffee but 
put into it and not that much water. I would give. I would just oh, add like them the just, beans and shit. Yeah, I just add them. Keep adding shots. No. Oh yeah. See, I'm a big fan. I like black coffee, and I don't put cream in my coffee. See, I put cream in my um, coffee. I always just because I care about myself. Well, I'd, well, I I'd get non dairy. If I can get non dairy creamer, I'll use non dairy creamer. Most creamers non dairy, but I only use like a little bit. Barely, but I hate sugar in my coffee. I hate it. See, I love sugar. In it's my fucking coffee. disgusting. I don't know why. It, I like sugar ew. in my coffee. But coffee's supposed to be like earthy. I ain't trying to go to fucking Candyland. In all fairness, the most coffee you get at like restaurants and stuff is shit coffee. You go to Waffle House, you're not getting good, high quality coffee there. I got really like you're getting shit coffee. Denny's I got, like, coffee. You're I got getting... Stockholm syndrome into Denny's coffee of where I started enjoying it, and then I decided I need to take a break. It's terrible coffee. It's shit. It's like strained <laughs> with underwear. Yeah, it's horrible coffee. Good coffee? No, I'll drink it. I'll really drink good it. coffee is from just... This has become the worst episode ever. Just... <laughs> just coffee. Cooking with clink. The... <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> oh, God. I might have to cut that. I just I just uh, admitted that that's our ship name. We can do a... I, dude, we'll fucking cook. I love cooking. I've An audio some, cooking podcast. I've you. cooked you some mean ass... You cannot tell me. You have also that, almost burned my burned my apartment down. That, that on numerous occasions. Squash pasta I made you was not the greatest thing that you've ever. Tasted. I wouldn't say it's the greatest. It was good, but no, it, was it wasn't good. the greatest. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. Nah, it was not the greatest. It was it was pretty good? It's not the greatest. Those are completely different things. No, what's the greatest? What would be the greatest? It's the greatest I, thing you've ever eaten. I haven't had the greatest thing yet. What do you mean you haven't? Had, you've had you've had something that is the greatest to you. Well, I don't know. It wasn't your food. No, but I'm just saying. I don't know what it is. I don't know. My lasagna's pretty fucking bombed. Yeah, it's filled with death. For you. For me, it's, yeah. it's filled with death. Voltron's gonna shit on me for talking about my lasagna because I still haven't made it for him. Yeah. One of these days. You know what? We've tried. We've tried yeah. with them. That's right. And they're like, and we're sick. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This is part of fucking <laughs> no girls allowed. Cooties, yeah. Cooties, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of those fuck cooties. Get his shit out. Turbo. Turtle blood right now? How long have we been rambling right now? Get out of here. All right, you know what? I'm going to bring it back around. All right, bring it Hey, Lincoln. Yeah. What would you give Allied? Oh, that's right. We never. What would you give the movie we talked about half an hour ago? Mm, We're just some tangenty motherfuckers tonight. I think I'd give it about a five eight. I'm gonna give it a, just an even five zero. Oh. The I movie th- where it stands right now is just average. Yeah, I think five eight just because of her performance, and I loved the opening scene. I love yeah, I love like the opening act. I love the opening act, yeah. and I said any other actress. I would have tuned the fuck out of this movie. Would my mom like this movie? Probably. I don't know. Your mom likes Sharknado. She's not easy to please. Well, <laughs> eh, yeah. Mama has a good taste in movies, though. She does. She really does. She really does, yeah. It's just she got kind of like schlock sometimes. Don't we all? I love Birdemic. Man. We love The Room. We love Neil Breen. My mom does not get The Room, though. You need to show her a Neil Breen movie. You need to watch Faithful oh, Findings yeah. with your mom. Shit. We I need, don't know if she We need to watch though. Double Down and Pass Through. Oh, yeah. And the other one. What was the other one? Uh, The newest one? No, Pass Through is the newest one. He oh, has another oh, movie, right? Uh, Double Down and fuck. I can't remember what it is. We need to watch it, whatever it's called. So, Kyle, I had a question. About you just creaked at me. This is the worst ending ever. I was like, I don't know. I was... If anybody would like to take Kyle out on a date, Please email us at wjwpodcast.com. Why? I'll just. Kyle's I'm, lonely. I'm, I'm, this is your Tinder for the audio world. You know, I'm just going to edit this out, right? Please email. This is not going in. WJW podcast subject line looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, we get those all the time anyway. 
<laughs> Subject line, looking for hot meerkat action. <laughs> In the body, it says, hey, WJW Podcast, my name is... Emily Williamson and I'm in Virginia and I would you were still going. like to take Kyle aka Hot Sex Machine <laughs> aka Meerkat Marsupial Man Machine Meerkats aren't marsupials aka the Sex Panther out on a date on my roomy spacious luxurious I'm just wait for you to stop and so can actually end this episode. yacht where we will make love between the fireplace and the heavens above as stars rain down i'm just gonna turn your mic off all right that's all i got that was that was uh that was allied <laughs>